happy Friday and happy done with finals, finally. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so relieved. I've been waiting for this moment for literally like weeks, like a month. But it's finally here. <laughs> We're all done and we have a show for you all. Yep, it's a great way to uh, relieve stress after finals. You know, you can listen to us and yes. just have fun. Well, I don't know. Some things might be a little stressful at the start, uh, but yeah. we're going to end today. We're going to end the show really happy. Lots of good news, yeah. Lots of good news. So, um, But there is some other less good news that we should definitely start with. Um, first, Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old black man, was allegedly beat by five Memphis police officers in a, a, quote, confrontation after he was pulled over for a traffic stop on January 7th. He was hospitalized and died of his injuries three days later on January 10th. And the five officers, their names are Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond... Mills Jr. and Justin Smith, and they were all fired on Friday, January 20th, providing police policies, and yesterday, on Thursday, they were arrested with charges of second-degree murder, aggravated assault, and kidnapping, and two other minor charges. So, in the report that they made, um, they claimed that the stop was for suspicion of reckless driving and that they had two, quote, confrontations with Nicole's before they took him into custody, where he complained of shortness of breath and then was admitted to a hospital, and then later died. Oh. So, yeah, these so-called confrontations are shown on video footage that was shown to his family and attorneys, who said that he was tased, pepper sprayed, restrained, and kicked. So, yeah, really bad, and... That footage was released to the public at 6 p.m. today, Memphis, Tennessee time. So it is already out um, to the public for anyone to view. The Memphis chief of police released a video herself saying that what happened was heinous, reckless, and inhumane, as well as a failing as well as a failing of basic humanity. And more investigations are being conducted by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation and the U.S. Department of Justice. Wow, this is this is like the headline for today and yeah. just yesterday, everywhere. And, yeah, um, this is kind of a, a a stupid point, maybe. But you were saying all the names of the officers, and I was just thinking how interesting all their names are. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, I know it's kind of hard to say. I was, like, holding my, like, I didn't have breath that entire time. <laughs> it was a lot of words. But, yeah. yeah. They, I think it's really good. A lot of, I don't know, there's been a lot of police brutality. Right. Recently. And, S- or in the past. Since 2020, really. Few years, yeah. Although this isn't as related to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, All of the police officers are black, so it wasn't necessarily the same as what people were protesting for, like, Black Lives Matter and a lot of that stuff um, starting in 2020. 
it might just be like an issue of power abuse and like of yeah, yeah. just the police force in general mm-hmm. and yeah that's what a lot of the protesting and anger is about mm-hmm. um and yeah so but it is good on memphis's part that they were all fired yes. and they were all arrested and so mm-hmm. he did he's like not exactly getting justice because it never should have happened in the first place but um it is good that they're getting punished the way they should right um i haven't watched the video yet but when i go home i probably will just to find out more about the case yeah it sounds it sounds like really gruesome but yeah it is something that just like i don't know it's informative and good to know about it but also, yeah. if you don't want to watch the video, like, it's completely <laughs> well, no. understandable. It's like a trigger warning video? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I remember a couple years ago, there was um, a murder. I don't remember if it was the George Floyd murder or if it was someone else. But there was a video that came out, and my parents wouldn't let me watch it because of how gruesome it was. Yeah. So, um yeah these this this kind of brutality isn't like normal <laughs> i'd say yeah and it's it's a like it's an ongoing problem it's it's kicked up in the past few years mm-hmm. but it's like been around for a very long time and mm-hmm. yeah that's i think that's what mean a lot of the protests are about right now in this point in time so, yeah, that is one of our more serious topics of today. It will get better as the show <laughs> goes on, but that is a really important story that we wanted to share um, to start off the show. Mm-hmm. And we have another one. Right. So this is a little more on the interesting side, but Bernard Wilkin, a famous historian, uh, he wrote, he's written a couple of history books, so maybe you know him. But he was um, making a speech on excavating bones, and he was approached by a man who had been storing the bones of Prussian soldiers in his attic for decades. And these were the bones from the soldiers from the Battle of Waterloo in 1815. So if you're in um, oh my history, gosh. <laughs> you've probably heard of it, the, with Napoleon. Yeah. And um, what's the English... Oh, name. I forget. For, we should know this for our I, final. I yeah. Um, I'm trying. It was to, something with an F. Wellington. Like. Oh, Wellington. Yeah, Duke Wellington. Duke of Wellington. Duke of Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd been keeping them for uh, many decades, apparently, and so he approached him, and now Bernard Wilkin, he's he's a Belgian. Um, he's Belgian, so he was talking to some Belgian museums about restoring these bones to uh, a museum and it's interesting that he kept them in his attic because all the in the battle of waterloo thousands of lives were lost so all those bodies had been like put under in in graves in like random spots so over the years people would like take their bodies out and use the land for um plantations especially sugar plantations so and then they would take most of the bones from the body and then they would sell them so that's what happened to most of the bodies. So this is kind of a rare catch. 
What can you do, like, buying bones? Like, what can you do with bones? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of like buying ancient artifacts, but it depends on how old they are. But it's just, like, random human bones. (laughs) Right. It's kind of weird. It's been a little bit over 200 years, so they're not super old either. Um, But, yeah, and... Prussia isn't really a country anymore. It's kind of split no. up now. Yeah. So another reason that they wanted to put them in a museum. But yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's still like, you see like, okay, actually that's an interesting point because in museums they always have like animal bones or like a dinosaur bone mm-hmm. or just ancient bones or whatever. And you right. never think anything of it. But for a museum to be having like, Human displaying bones. human bones it kind of is so much weirder yeah. i think the main issue is that because most of the people were buried they probably wouldn't want to like disturb their graves and then dig up their right. bones right. out of respect but this man happened to have just have them in his attic for like decades so yeah who knows that's, that's a <laughs> strange <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting story um, yeah well <laughs> That was interesting, and we have some... We only had two, like, bigger stories today. Right. We have some speed news now. Um, to start off, iron- this isn't ironic, but it's <laughs> it's funny because this has been in the news so much recently with so many different people, but classified documents have now been found in former Vice President Mike Pence's house in Indiana. And he has turned them over to the FBI. I read the story. So that is just person after person. Classified documents are everywhere, apparently. Yeah. And they just keep finding them. In my mind, I kind of thought, uh, like, Pence was different from Trump because after the storming of the Capitol, he seemed really angry with him for putting his, like, family in danger and everything. So I just thought he would be a little different, but... Well, it happens to everyone. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. It does say he turned them over to the FBI immediately when they were found, right. which is a little bit... I don't know if he's released any statements mm. on whether, like... Because, like, Trump didn't want to turn them over. Biden was like, I don't regret anything I did. And he seems to be a little more just not talkative about it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure his view, but he did turn them over, so... I guess he doesn't have any of them anymore, but well, that's good. Yeah, it's just they keep coming up. Like it's gonna be every every former politician is just gonna have these somehow. Yeah. Um. But next, Mohe, I think China's northernmost city that sits right next to Russian Siberia saw its coldest temperature in history, minus fifty three degrees centigrade or minus sixty three point four degrees Fahrenheit, on Sunday, January twenty second. That's well, scary. First of all, before we talk, is centigrade the same as Celsius? Did I say centigrade? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, <laughs> oh whoa, my god. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, I don't, I, is centigrade a form of measuring? I, I have no clue. I don't know why. I don't I even said know that. what centigrade is. I was like, Are you whoa, sure I said centigrade? I'm boss. <laughs> okay, that was subconscious. I don't even know. <laughs> I heard that, and I was like. Is that like a fancy way of saying it's Celsius? Maybe. I've never heard anybody. I know the word. I just I know, don't know that what it there's means. like K's, Kel- Kelvin's. Kelvin's. I don't know anyone who uses Kelvin's though. I don't know either. Like, I think that's just science. science yeah. yeah. 
Um, Celsius and Fahrenheit. Celsius. I meant Celsius, <laughs> not centigrade. 53 <laughs> minus 53 Celsius. That's insane. That is like the That's, Russian. It's crazy. We talked about another city last week right. in Russia. Like that Fahrenheit was like negative 80 in Fahrenheit, two in right? Fahrenheit. Yeah. So that was 20 degrees colder, but this is still like negative 63 yeah. degrees. <laughs> That's insane. That's so, yeah. It's not good. This winter is a brutal winter. It's cold here, too, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt right now. So inside, it's not Inside, that it's fine. Outside? But outside, yeah. It's a little windy and cold. Definitely not that cold, though. Yeah. We're, we're okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's been a lot of news about AI recently, Ooh. especially with ChatGPT. And recently, ChatGPT was able to pass graduate-level exams in law courses at University of Minnesota, as well as exams from UPenn's Wharton School of Business. And these are like really prestigious schools with, right. I'm assuming, really, really hard graduate exams. University of Minnesota and, wow, UPenn's Wharton. UPenn. That's, Wharton. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> its average law grade was a C plus. So that's like, that's still low marks, okay. but it's still passed. Mm-hmm. And its average business grade was a B to like a B minus. I actually I used ChatGPT to study for my math final yesterday. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um it's not it's not great. I wouldn't trust it fully because <laughs> yeah. it gave me an answer once and I put it down on my homework and it was wrong. So oh. it's still in the process. My dad actually introduced it to me cuz he was like I can't answer your math questions anymore. Actually that's like really smart. If you don't cuz Safari cuz sometimes when you like Google something it's just not it's as just good. yeah. You just it's don't know, like, where to look at, like, what website to look through, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also heard that, like, some people are using it to write their English essays. Oh. And I heard that they had to introduce, like, an AI, something that can, like, tell if it's AI, which doesn't really make any sense because you could use it to get, like, the base of your essay and then just, like, change a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, already not even, it's not copied at all. Essays. That's a lot, though. I haven't tried to do an essay with it although its responses are you probably quick. don't want to like say yeah. on here if you're using it for essays oh i'm i'm not i'm certified not using AI <laughs> for my essays i promise but yeah it's interesting it's interesting how much it's growing and how much it can do now mm-hmm. it's kind of scary <laughs> hopefully it doesn't take over yeah that's my biggest fear. that's one of my nightmares like in the future humans become i know <laughs> robots <too>. everybody's <laughs> like yes ai we love it let's keep advancing let's Whoa. make a robot that thinks like a human and i'm like oh why gosh. would you do that that's literally have you do you know the the new horror movie megan 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 i, I no. haven't seen it but i saw the trailer i think it's a robot but it like it turned you know how all robots and like horror movies turn into serial right killers? Right. Yeah, I don't. I feel like those are all cautionary tales. Like you, they are AI. <laughs> I know. We should like, yeah. This is not good. <laughs> it's okay, but if it helps with your math homework, then that's good. I don't know. It's like it's like fifty fifty. So okay. don't trust it all the way. <laughs> well, we'll keep. It'll keep getting better. Right. We'll yeah. see where it goes. We'll see where it heads. Um, this speed news hasn't been very speedy. So oh, it's not. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna speed up the last one. 
but an old painting covered in bird poop that was found in a shed in upstate New York turns out to be a lost early painting pe- painting of Van Dyke and is now on auction for three million dollars. Covered in bird poop? <laughs> it was just Wait. in a shed. <laughs> it was just sitting <laughs> in a shed. Three million dollar painting. I know. That's I. I'm. I'm assuming that they like found some artist restoration or person yeah. to like restore it. Mm-hmm. Or like just clean it. I wonder. I wonder how they found out, or like they, they discovered it. I know, and that's something like it's Van Dyke, which would also be helpful for our history final. Um, Van Dyke. Is Van it, is Dyke Van is one of the Renaissance artists. Isn't it Van Eyck? Van Eyck. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I had. I was like searching the story up, and I had like multiple websites. Say his last name is different things like Van Eyck, oh. Van Dyke, and then Van- I forgot what I was taught in history class, and so I just <laughs> took Van Dyke from one of the websites and put it on the notes. Okay, but I have no idea. Yeah, it might be Van Eyck. His his like what we learned about in history about him is like imprinted in my mind. The really? Flemish or the Dutch Flemish Flemish the Flemish painter who painted like people in their daily lives. I was going over my notes before my history test. Really? I was, I, it was, I, I was doing quizlets and I, it's just all in my mind and now I don't even need it anymore. Oh, well, <laughs> I was studying him and I didn't remember anything. So good for you. All right. So for our good news today, we have four stories, which is nice so that we can kind of end the week off after finals on a positive note, something to de-stress as well. Um, but going right into it, uh, Spike the Chihuahua mix from Ohio is officially the world's oldest dog. Only in Ohio. Only in... <laughs> I thought of you when I was writing that story down. I was like, Amukta's going to talk about the Ohio part. Um, it's it's pretty notable. Yeah. But born in November 1999. Wow. So he's very old. He's from um, last century. Right, right. He recently turned 23. His owner, Rita Kimball, found him abandoned in a grocery store parking lot in 2009, shaven with blood around his neck from a chain or rope. When a store worker told her he had been there for three days, she decided to take him with her to her farm where he has lived happily with the animals and family ever since. That's so wholesome. I love that story. His beginning was a little sad, but after his owner Rita found him, he seems to be good. Mm -hmm. And it's worked out. He's lived... What? That was in 2009. He's lived 14 more years. That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's... I know. <laughs> I'm thinking about my dog, and I'm thinking about him as, like, a 23-year-old <laughs> dog. That would wow. not go over well. That's a long time. He would go through, like, lots of people. No, not lots of people. Just, like, a whole generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. People that were, like, born after him can, like... Or can already vote. They can already drink. They it's can, true. I don't know. They have jobs. They probably graduated college. Right. So, like, your childhood dog could literally be your lifelong companion. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I know. And it's a chihuahua. So, I heard small dogs usually live longer. Oh, okay. So, that's probably why. But, yeah. That is a little wholesome story moving along 
Bingo Allison recently became the Church of England's first non-binary priest and is now serving in the clergy. In an interview, they said that they were raised in a religious household and were taught that being LGBTQ plus was sinful, but they have come to think of their identity as further connecting them to the divine as they felt God guiding them into their new truth and through their journey. This is pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. There's been a lot of a lot of this type of stuff recently. I last year I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that it was some country in Europe I'm pretty sure had a somebody in the government or like a prime minister or something their first non-binary person in government. Okay. So I I wish I could remember. I tried I tried searching it up and I like couldn't remember the country or like where it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's great though. It is, and this is like the bringing in having in more this diversity. The right word right. in like in these sorts of situations. We we're talking about with the World Cup, um, and like the more female referees and like the mm-hmm. world cup and this and actually this next story is more representation as well yeah do you want to yeah so the academy awards have announced their first asian best actress nominee michelle yo for her performance in everything everywhere all at once she told deadline what it means to me is all those asians out there go you see it's possible if she can do it i can freaking do it as well that's the most important thing. Yo's Everything Everywhere All at Once co-star Stephanie uh, Stephanie Sue was also nominated for Best Supporting Actress and the movie itself was nominated for Best Picture. I I think two of her co-stars were nominated for Best Supporting Actress is what I saw on the Oh, really? Last on the nominations list. Yeah. Oh. And I it was amazing cuz it was like two from the same movie and everything everywhere all at once has just been doing so well I know. with their nominations. I don't actually yeah, I I've heard of it definitely, but mm-hmm. I don't actually know what it's about. Me I've either. never seen it. It's like so. interdimensional combat oh. from like the perspective of a mom or not a mom, but <laughs> an old lady or something. Oh. I don't I I saw the trailer. I've been wanting to watch it. I I probably will watch it after this. I know with all the in- <laughs> with all the attention it's right, getting, right. it's looking pretty pretty good. It kind of, yeah, from my perspective, it kind of looked like a Marvel style movie, so I was like, I- I'm definitely oh, gonna watch it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch like a ton of award winning movies. Mm-hmm. I remember I watched. Did you do you know the movie Coda? It got From an last year, Oscar. Right? I think we were talking about the Oscars, and we were talking about Coda uh-huh. in that show. I can't remember what it's about, but I do remember talking and about it. And then I watched it with my family. It's about, like, um, a deaf family with one hearing daughter, and uh-huh. she's singing. She sings. They're, like, fishermen, like, but she goes off to a school for, like, singing and everything. Uh-huh. Oh. Has some good music in it. I, 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 yeah, I recommend Coda. Okay. But this is another one. So... Maybe I should start watching more of these like award-winning, award-winning yeah. things. Actually, I f- I think it's interesting because most of the award-winning movies are usually like sentimental, sad, yeah, like, meaningful. But this is this is different. <laughs> so. I know this is this sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I can yeah go on my movie list mm-hmm. that I don't actually have. But um, okay, 
we have one more good piece of news and then we will be done with news for the day. And this is that 2022 was the first year since 1977 that no rhinos were poached in India's parks. In May 2021, Chief Minister Sarma of India's state, Assam, put together a special anti-poaching task force for the four national parks and wildlife sanctuaries of Assam that most of the country's rhinos live in. They patrolled with night vision equipment and drones 24-7, as well as monitored the phones of previously convicted poachers, and their efforts have clearly paid off if there was no poaching in the entire entirety of last year. That's really great, because rhinos especially have been so targeted with the poaching. Right. The white rhino is extinct now, and that was actually pretty recent. That was like five Maybe I know. Less, maybe less. I remember. No, I remember reading like an article about the last white rhino. But it was a male. Really recently. And, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's the reason why the line couldn't go on. And it was, it was kind. Of, it was really sad. But um, at least they're working to protect the other rhinos. I know, and I saw some statistic that. From last century, sometime in, it was like 1910, or sometime in the past 100 years, Mm -hmm. the amount of, the number of rhinos have gone from 100 to 3,000. Oh, that's great. So even if, even if certain um, species of rhinos are sadly going extinct, the population as like a whole seems to be rising. So that's just Mm -hmm. some more good news for you. (laughs) With all of these, like, animal extinctions. That's yeah. kind of... But the rhinos are doing better. Especially in India. <laughs> so, yeah. That is all of our good news. We hope you enjoyed that new segment. And hope that's, like, ending your day on a better note. But we have an- one more segment. You, Amukta, Amukta made this segment, so do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll do like a quick um, preview, but it's our question of the week this week, and since it was finals week, I asked a bunch of people um, what their plans for after finals were so that they oh. could have like something to look forward to. Yeah. And so. actually, wait, before we start that... Mm-hmm. Should we talk about Tolo or should we talk? Oh, yes, we should. So, okay, one more plan that you could have for after finals is going to Tolo if you are a student at Mercer Island High School. Mm -hmm. Um, That is supposed to be tomorrow, January 28th from 7 to 9 p.m. And, (laughs) yeah, if you, like, you probably, if you got a ticket, it was probably at lunch on Wednesday and Thursday, so... yeah they sold it today i was trying to remember (laughs) um but yeah it'll be at mihs um in the commons i think is what they said um yes in the commons so um it might be a little bit like last year's homecoming 2021 homecoming um for those of you who remember and yeah oh another thing um it's over now but they had uh therapy dogs in the west oh right that was so cute it was yeah for finals week and to relieve stress and there were eight dogs there and i went with my friend to every single one i pet every single one and it was it was just great so um 
it's a little late for this now, but next year if they do that, just make sure to go see the dogs because they yeah. really do have to leave And if you're stressed at all for whatever reason, if you have a dog or any pet, just you can yeah, spend time with them. Spend time with them, pet them. I think it's scientifically proven that it'll help. Right, right. Like this, they released a report saying a thousand percent less stressed or something like Whoa. that. Whoa. <laughs> I should really be petting my dog more often. Yeah. Like I said before, we're doing the question of the week, and this week it is, what are your plans after, um, after finals week? So let's dive into it. <laughs> yeah. What are your plans for after finals? Uh, I'm going to watch Enola Holmes 2, and I think I'm going to a Taylor Swift light show. Travel. Oh, well, there's Tolo, so I got to go to that. Sleeping in. Probably... Just sit in my bed and finally relax and not stress about any homework and not get a forehead acne. My plans after finals week is my birthday party this weekend. I'm very excited. After finals week, I'm planning on going to winter formal and also just relaxing on the weekend. I can finally drive other people, so I might go do a bunch of stuff with friends. Um, I'm probably going to go fly some RC planes at my field and spend some time with my friends. I have to finish some applications for some summer, like, pre-college programs that I'm looking to do. So it's going to be a busy weekend. Oh, boy. I'm hopefully going to get back into everything. I don't know. Keep doing the same classes. Uh, Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to throw out all my notes and sleep for 12 hours. To sleep? I'm just going to relax. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Short but sweet. Mm-hmm. I agree with a lot of those. I'm gonna sleep so much and relax. Go to Tol or when Wofo. Oh right, my god! Right. And yeah, I'm so excited to sleep. I actually, you know what? I slept decently well on Tuesday night because Wednesday morning we started. Right, school that late. was so that nice. Was amazing. Starting at ten. I great. slept. I actually slept for eight hours that day. So I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. you know, because I like went to bed late, and I thought, oh, I should wake up really early to study. <laughs> so I only got. Uh, but it wasn't the worst. I think I got like seven hours. Okay, so. that, that's that's okay. Um, but yeah, like some people said, just like twelve to fourteen hours of sleep. Right. Right. <laughs> And just like, um, I haven't been going out like the past couple weekends because I've just been studying because I was so scared for my grades. But now I can just take some time to relax, go to Wofo, meet mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. I actually told myself last, uh, on, wait, on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. I told myself I was so scared about my math final and my history final and my grades were like teetering uh. <laughs> so i still don't know the grades haven't come out yet so i still don't know like what it's gonna be mm-hmm. but i told myself i was like if you do those finals and you think or like know that you did absolutely horrible mm-hmm. then you can just get yourself ec- or flavor blasted extra cheddar goldfish uh-huh a bag of those as well as the Cheez-Its that are the same concept, the flavor-blasted <laughs> white cheddar, I think they are, uh-huh. Cheez-Its. And you can just have as many of those as you want. Because I recently found out 
like remembered those a friend brought in flavor blasted goldfish uh-huh. <laughs> and i my mind was like blown because i haven't had them in so long and it was so good and those are like probably my favorite snacks ever like a comfort snack yeah so i told myself you can just have those to make you feel better it'll be okay. and i don't think i did horrible but i'm still going to you won't get, get some. An, you won't get an F, but it's for sure. I won't. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still gonna get some to just celebrate, mm-hmm. kind of like the school giving out all those snacks. That's so nice snacks. of them. That's I, so nice. I still have some in my my lunch bag. The little <laughs> two packs of Oreos. I've never seen those anywhere else, but the you school is it. always giving out two packs of Oreos. Oh. Little like bags. Uh, I love Oreos. I don't think you can find them in like. Yeah, I don't know where they get those. (laughs) Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of flavored blasted goldfish, I I like I really like the extreme pizza flavored goldfish. I don't know what about it, but I had my friend just like you. My friend brought over a bag once. I had some, and I was like, oh my gosh, these are the best flavor of goldfish I've ever had. Because for me, just like the standard cheddar, it's fine, but it gets boring sometimes. So yeah, these are, it does. I, I don't know. It doesn't really taste like pizza, but it's so so good. And my other comfort snack is like freeze dried strawberries. Ooh, that's good. Actually, it's so good. They have like a bitter taste, but if you eat them the right way, they're really sweet. You know, I like, think they're always sweet. I don't. I don't really, really get. Yeah, bitter okay. freeze dried strawberries. <laughs> well, okay, like the ones without sugar just like the plain freeze-dried strawberries oh, if you bite maybe down, mine are all like full of sugar <laughs> i don't know no, probably not but if you bite down on them regularly they're extremely not extremely bitter but they're pretty bitter and that's how my family eats them so that's why they don't like them but if you just like keep it in your mouth oh it turns right fast yeah i love freeze-dried stuff Me too. also like okay if we're talking about comfort snacks, because we have so much time for you listening, we have a lot of time to record, so we're yeah, just going to make this a really, really long episode. It's, it's been nice having some more time. Yeah. <laughs> Two-hour classes means more time to record. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love frozen blueberries that you get in a bag. Oh. They taste like candy like frozen but you have to dried? frozen you have okay. and you have to get them like in a bag at the store pre-frozen you can't just take your own blueberries and freeze them that just gives you frozen blueberries but <laughs> store frozen blueberries are a completely different thing and they okay. taste so good they taste like candy uh-huh they i don't think they add sugar but it tastes like they do and yeah. it's that is like my all-time comfort. Just changing the state of matter Food. changes the yeah, everything. Yes, yes. Also, probably because they're like processed, because they're put oh. in a bag <laughs> for you. That's true. But those I love, and mm-hmm. also I probably like the flavor blasted Cheez Its, the white cheddar ones, mm-hmm. better than flavor blasted Goldfish. Oh, I've never had white cheddar Cheez Its, but they sound good. But so. yeah, anything flavor blasted, <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> that was kind of an unnecessary conversation. We went on like but a tangent. <laughs> I know we're just really, really excited that finals are over and mm-hmm. that we can just eat all of our favorite Converse snacks to yes. celebrate. Um, we hope you had a good Friday, a good week. If you didn't have a lot of tests, um, hope your finals weren't that hard and. 
that you get a good grade on them. And hope you have a great weekend. We will be back next Friday. Mm-hmm. Same time, same place. Here on KMIH 889 The Bridge.